0: Everybody and welcome to another Sports 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 Podcast. Sports. I am Joel Anderson. I'm Jordan Pomaville. And joining us as always is the Sports Outsider, Phil Ranty. I am outside. I don't understand what you guys are talking about. <laughs> that is the premise of the show. <laughs> you know, instead of the instrumental theme, no. The instrumental theme, we should have a theme song that explains the premise of the show. Right. All oh, great shows have those. Like yeah. Clone High, uh, Gilgan's Island, Cheers. Uh, that really doesn't explain friends. the premise. It kind of does. Um, I think dinosaurs probably had one. Uh, <laughs> no, dinosaurs were just... Bum, 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 bum. Dinosaurs in costumes. It's like the honeymooners, but dinosaurs. Yeah, <laughs> that is. Be- um, no, not right. b Uh Beetlejuice. I, I Dream a Genie. It, it was a, a graphic, uh, an yeah. animation. They showed him landing on the moon. What is this bottle? I know I'll open it. Against NASA protocol. Yeah. He's supposed to index that. Wait, is that the premise of I Dream of Genie? He finds a genie on the moon? I believe so. Why was she on the moon? Because she's magical, Joel. She can go wherever she wants, Joel. Why would she choose to go to the moon? Major Nelson. You know, I'm pretty sure it's on the moon, his Apollo unit. It's like a little animated thing at the beginning. This is the least sports we've ever talked in the opening. Well, let's do the Metallica theme song. Should we roll it? Metallica theme song. Yeah, Metallica wrote a theme song. <laughs> it's all cappella. Do you want to? Do you want to? Yeah, hear yeah, go sure. ahead, roll it. It's the sports 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 podcast. Yeah, they're gonna talk 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 sports real fast. Yeah. Sports <laughs> podcast, not Metallica. <laughs> that was the Metallica drop. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. This uh, is, that's a that's a pretty big ghetto. I, I could have sworn at, at the end they say not Metallica, but it said Metallica <laughs> on the cassette they sent. Also, so. right. and not. And I feel like I'm being cassette? nitpicky here. A little yeah. nitpicky, but didn't explain the premise oh, of a, you being the sports point. outsider. Yeah, That's true. You're way outside. Yeah. yeah. Maybe one of their B-sides picks up that plot line. <laughs> <laughs> okay, folks. They love narrative songs. They do. Metallica. Fans. <laughs> Entering night, exiting light. Why don't we dive right into the sports? Let's do it. Yeah. Techmo Bowl Update Watch Update. Techmo Bowl Update Watch Update. Brought to you by. Febreze. Smell the scent in your mouth. I really don't I get don't the advertisers with what? the in your mouth thing. It's Febreze. You smell the scent in your well, mouth. Well, I think they probably picked up in the success of the Mentos. Uh, uh, Mentos feel the rush yeah. in their mouth. And then and then Febreze is just trying to hitch their wagon to that. Yeah, they wanted so. to smell the scent in their mouth. The well, problem yeah. is, is when you smell the Febreze, it smells great, but if you breathe too deeply and you actually taste it, you're like, smells good, chemical. Yeah, that's yeah. why you don't yeah. taste it. You smell it in your mouth, Joel. Oh. <laughs> Joel Jordan, oh, God, I called you Joel. <laughs> when you chastise someone, I thought <laughs> you sort of automatically Joel. go to Joel on that. So but this is okay. my segment. I'm the one right. playing yes, the yes. Super Bowl. This is my first. Well, I used to play Tecmo Super Bowl as a kid. Yeah. It's the only sports that I ever was interested in. I picked it up again. And this is as close as we can get to an actual like sports update out of Phil. So we're very excited about that. What can you tell us about Tecmo Super Bowl this week? I'm in week four right now. In the middle of playing the Rams, it's paused right now on the TV. Oh, I can see that. Uh, 16 currently to I'm nothing? Ahead 16 to nothing at the top of the second. <laughs> top, it's the second, <laughs> the quarter. Beginning the second uh, quarter. Beginning of the second quarter. Beginning of the second quarter. And um I am undefeated going into week four. Uh I I've been averaging about sixty points a game. Jerry Rice is the leading yeah. receiver in the league. Weren't Joe Montana on? is the leading quarterback in the league. And I'm leading the league in sacks with forty three. There's no up three there's games? no way to up the difficulty of the game, is there? No, it's just one difficulty. But then when you get to the Super Bowl every year, then it's almost impossible, and then you lose, and then you have they to also, play yeah. the entire game again. Is that if really what they serves, do? Pretty if much, memory yeah. serves, the computer will basically start cheating. Like I remember one year we tried to take—my brother and I tried to take the Buccaneers and go undefeated with them. And like, you know, as easy as it was, weird shit would start to happen towards the end of the games if you were beating the teams that were too good. Like, all of a sudden, like, you fumble every play, yeah. and you're sort of like, okay, now yeah. wait a second. And yeah. they blitz all the time. Like, as soon as you go down, hut, 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 and then you get it, Yeah. and immediately they jump the line and plow yeah. you over. I We're talking though, sports with Phil. I'm yeah, liking that. I, I know, right? Real quick, though, Phil, weren't you, weren't you on week three, like, last week? You're only one quarter into week four? What it was happened? a real busy week, y'all. I played five minutes in the past week. But I'm going to finish the game after the podcast tonight. Why'd you only play five minutes in the past week? Because uh, I got a system called the Retron. The Retron 3, it lets you play Genesis, Nintendo, and Super Nintendo games all-in-one console. $50 on Amazon, brought to you by Retron 3. Um, And I started playing Secret of Mana, Squaresoft role-playing game. It's kind of Squaresoft's answer to Zelda, um, except with RPG elements. This is uh a... is really disappointing. Okay, though. so you're you're a young kid, right? And uh, you get exiled from your town because you pull out the okay. magic sword that unleashes monsters. Okay. And then you get a okay. sprite on your team, okay, as well as a okay. lady who's fell, madly in love fell, with fell, a soldier fell, who then gets kidnapped fell. by a witch. Okay, hey, Joel, and Joel. Let him, let him go. I'm really interested <laughs> okay, in this. Right. This is the most sports I've talked in ages, this Joel. This is not sports! So, Diluc is the name of the guy who gets kidnapped uh, by the witch. And then you have to go on a journey to restore the eight magic seeds... Uh, in order well, how to how are you going to do that? Well, you have to go from temple to temple and Don't put the mana sword over the seeds. <laughs> right now, I'm on the fourth temple. Um, uh, okay. Yeah, it's the fire temple. I've yeah, got a fire. Technically, Tekmo Super Bowl, kind of like an RPG. Yeah, I guess you're 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 playing the role of one Joe Montana. The right story now. elements are a little weak. <laughs> <laughs> you are correct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, (laughs) Tecmo Bowl, Super Bowl, update, watch, update. Tecmo, Super Bowl, update, watch, update. Brought to you by Febreze. Feel the smell in your mouth. (laughs) <laughs> Ooh, that was a drop. That it it felt went from super scent. Yeah. It went from feel. Smell the scent in your mouth. feel the scent in your mouth. Smell the scent in your, your mouth. mouth. To feel the smell in your mouth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they re, they retooled it because of your criticism. And also with the deep sort of throaty feel the smell in your mouth did not. That sound was the male oriented drop. The other one was the female oriented okay. drop. Okay. I'm heartbroken. Oh. But not as heartbroken as someone else. Yay. Oh. Justin Verlander and Kate Upton are splitsville. Oh, uh, Uplander is no more. I thought that Kate Upton was like 18 years old. Nah, dude. She's like 20. Oh, okay. Cool. Carry oh on. No, she That <laughs> really sucks for Kate Upton. Doesn't it? <laughs> right. She re- she said she single the Fox 2 Detroit on Valentine's Day. Oh. Ouch. Why Kate? Why? Sounds like Justin really threw her a Curveball there. Well, she—I she, think she threw the curveball to him. Oh, really? Well, she said she was single on Valentine's Day. Who to Fox Two Detroit. Oh man, this totally reminds me of Secret Amana. Um <laughs> No, hey, hey, gets kidnapped hey, by a witch. Hey, and then hey, um, talking yeah. about Phil baseball. Okay. The New York Post said that she spent uh, New Year's Eve with uh, Verlander on St. Thomas Island when she Ooh. says she spent New Year's Eve in Florida. Someone's alone. a liar. Well, twenty-year-old girls are still lying. I don't think she's twenty. I think you made. I think you just picked er, an age. Early twenties, right? I think she's in her twenties. Yes. Okay. And she's going to be on the cover of Sports Illustrated Swimsuit uh, uh, already in the I've cover because it. I've gone through checkout lane since then and I've seen her breasts. It's spectacular. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I went online and I'll be honest with you guys. The swimsuit issue. They always they got all the models. That's that's not as interesting to me. They also usually do spreads with. With several female athletes. And those are actually the ones I'm more interested in. That's because Joel likes them uh breastless and wafer thin about breastless. Yes, but... he does. Joel's into breastless and wafer thing Well, I think I think that's a little harsh. I think Joel's into mannish. Right. <laughs> manish looking like, women. Like here Muscles... Nightly, not when she first premiered and not now, okay, but like Keira in that middle Knightley tier she has a big man-ish. jaw. Yeah, she's got a man jaw. That is, that is not true. Yeah, when she was in Pirates of the Caribbean, she was like, ER, look at me, man jaw. It's a little manish. By the way, they had, uh, do you guys remember the the hurdler who had that thing that went around where before a race, she was like dancing around? Yeah, I remember all happy. that. And then meme. she, yeah, she, she like, she crushed all the people she was racing against. That was the sexiest three minutes I've ever seen she in my entire stretching. life. She was, like, stretching, but she was, like, dancing. She had this big smile on her face. She was having so much fun, and then she just annihilated the competition, and, and I my brain melted. She did a spread in the, uh, the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue, and it was pretty hot, folks. After you saw the spread, did you do a little spread yourself? yes there it is i think what we learned from this is joel wants to be dominated yeah you know sometimes golfers oh. are actually posing with their wives i feel like that's been interesting in the swimsuit edition is they have athletes posing with their wives that's cool and golfers have inexplicably the hottest wives know, in all right. Of tiger, how does tiger that happen has uh... has no wife currently Oh, <laughs> yes. sorry. well he had the, the his little ex-wife yeah was really really attractive yeah like, like super Swedish, hot right so she was like tiger woods yeah like like gorgeous in that classic way where you're just sort of like oh wow it's it's uncomfortable to be in the presence yeah. or be aware that someone and he this was beautiful banging exists. chicks that were way hit Logos! up yeah hit right up but they were also the polar opposite of his wife you notice yeah like his wife is like no, fair I, I and blonde that, but... and they were all like tan dark haired girls yeah who were like the first porn stars I don't I mean yeah I just I I do not get that move in his part again because his wife was incredibly attractive. All right. Well, what do we got in the podcast today? Oh, why are you looking at me? I don't uh, know much about Phil. Sports. Do we have a weird sport? Uh, you're goddamn right. We do. It's going to be super weird. All right. We're also going to talk to our new Hollywood correspondent. Yeah, we're trying something different. Uh, we got we got well, our a lot of athletes. In, yeah. are, are you know in the entertainment world? Yes. The ESPN is the entertainment sports yeah. programming network. The ESPYS have have <clears> crossed <throat> over the the you know entertainment culture with other stuff. So we we have a new guy. Uh, we haven't met him yet. No, no, gonna... that'll, that'll be fun, and yeah. and we're also going to talk some Oscar Pistorius. Oh, yeah, oh. yeah. So that'll be a really fun segment. Really looking forward to that one. Yes, absolutely. He he's he's pisteric. he's the the Pisterical. double the double amputee who heroically oh Blade Runner Blade Runner yes yeah. overcame adversity to run in the Olympics. Are we also going to talk to somebody about this Tiger Woods playing golf with Barack Obama story? I bet we are. Yeah, <laughs> right. Because uh, I saw uh, his cat their caddy. Was uh was in the comedy podcast network waiting room? Oh, really? He seemed really out of sorts. Okay. I'm excited to talk to him. Well, All right, we, we're going to speak to their cabbie then. Yeah, caddy, caddy, caddy. The, uh, Barack Obama doesn't take a cab. Probably he not takes uh, Car Force One. <laughs> get off my plane! <laughs> All right, let's get this thing started, huh? Yeah. Alright, we've got a very exciting uh, guest. I guess he's exciting, right? Yeah, well no, I'm I'm excited for all guests, Phil. Yeah. You're the one that I'm tends to be antagonistic. Very judgy, very judgy. Well, this is actually, um, he, he was the caddy that caddied for Barack Obama and Tiger Woods uh, when they were playing golf this week. Right, it was like an Us Weekly layout, I think. Yeah, his name is uh, uh Reginald P. Pennysworth. Reginald P. Pennysworth. Gotta say, it was a bunch of bullshit. Oh, you do not sound like P. a regular. It was a bunch worth. of bullshit. Whoa. Never in my life have I been subjected to something so awful well, well, as I to can... have to caddy for them two. You know. Well, I can. Okay. That's... Whoa. Okay. I feel uncomfortable. This is awful. Yeah, I do not. I didn't like. No, I don't sweat. like their top. Whoa, Coming on, to my club, club Tiger and doing Woods that. In, Well, Tiger Woods, uh, Barack Obama, he's a real American, and I don't like the way this conversation is No, are like, both real Americans. Neither of yeah. them know real Americans, okay? Whoa, is this a birth certificate thing? Look, he has shown the birth certificate. They should go back to where they're from. Whoa. hold on, hold on. I'm going to have to ask you to leave. Yeah, I don't appreciate well, this at well, all. Get the hell out of here. I want because you to I disagree with the fact that President Barack Obama is overseeing an increase in expenditures and spending our entitlements are out of control right now until we get medicare down how are we ever going to run an effective government in the future uh i i mean that was a really eloquent point i guess um that's what i meant what you think i was talking about uh i well you know yeah and tiger woods don't even get me started on that you know what whoa don't say you know what in this house in this studio this is not a household that cheater studio. I mean, what? in this day and age, to be the sort of man who would who would cheat in a woman as fine as that, Ellen, Elon, whatever her name is. I mean, we need to respect our woman and 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 show them the sort of uh 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 you know commitment that they really truly deserve deep down. So to have to spend a whole day with a man who just was philandering about like that was uh, just terrible, terrible. I don't know why I even put up with it. Well, but, you know, I I have to be honest. At the beginning, I thought that. I yeah I I I was not I was on I was not on board. I was I, uncomfortable but now I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty comfortable. Do you want uh, okay. I mean do you want some chocolate milk? We've got chocolate milk. Here. Actually I brought with me a, a Napa Valley Chardonnay. If you got like a a fridge I could put it in. It's real nice. It's a 97 uh and it's got really some buttery undertones that you would absolutely adore. You know, not to not to get the conversation uh, off alcohol. as I enjoyed talking about that, but could you give us any insight as caddying for one of the greatest golfers of all time yeah. and the leader of the free world? We we totally I told his- you it was bullshit. <laughs> I okay. I can't okay. believe they were there walking around in my club like, there was just nothing wrong oh, with the on. two of them now, being they're, they're allowed in their club. Their, in their, they're allowed in, club. in any Anybody's club. They shouldn't be club. allowed in my club. Whoa. Okay, what could that mean? Not because he's a cheater or because of the death Like, what could that possibly mean besides what I think it Neither means. of them met our dress code, which is stringent. Oh. Barack Obama was wearing plaid pants. Plaid pants. I thought they looked rather sharp. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and Tiger Woods with the red shirt—that's a classic look. Yeah, that's, that's a classic, classic look shirt, for him. But we actually Sunday. have a rule specifically against wearing brightly colored shirts. I guess I could kind of see that. It can be a little, what? little tacky. Town beige. Wait, bro, why you gotta say white first? Why Why'd you say white first, huh? I knew it. You're a racist. You're a racist. You've been a, me a racist this whole time, and you're just trying to backpedal now, you racist. What sort of accusation are you throwing around? That you're a racist. Yeah, he's pretty straightforward about pretty that. Pretty clear about it. My, I'm not a racist. I was adopted by two African Americans at a very young age. All, all of my family is black. Oh, so you really just have ideological... I have very specific issues with both those people that I've laid out in a very clear way. I don't... What do you mean? Those people. A, yeah, those people sound specifically little... Barack Obama and Tiger Woods. Oh, I guess that's I would the proper pronoun. Yeah, than, yeah and, uh, it's a plural from pronoun the context of the conversation that we had earlier. I don't understand how there could be any. Did you two think I was a racist just because I got some sort of drawl? I have dual citizenship. Where's the other citizenship? here in Liberia? Well, OK, I I think I think we're the racist, Jordan. I think <laughs> I think you are. I think, I think we're the ignorant ones. Yeah. You know what? I learned something today. I mean, technically, Tonight, I am African American. I, I learned something today. Get off my back, honky. What? What did you just call me? Uh, I'm sorry. Let's. Uh, can, we, can we just end this segment? You know, we really appreciate your so, time, Reginald P. wife. I don't know that I appreciate your time. I'm leaving. I'm sorry. Y'all rude. I apologize. We'll still validate. Clack, 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 clack. This day in Pistory. Blade Runner, more like Blade Stabber, but with a gun. Whoa, <laughs> gunstab. Allegedly. Yeah. Uh, Oster Pistorius, called the Blade Runner and the Apartheid Apparatus, shot his super hot girlfriend, Reva Steinkip, four times and killed her. Why? Allegedly. Oh. Then <laughs> I guess I shouldn't ask why. Why would he allegedly do that? Uh, There was apparently, uh, they could hear, neighbors heard shouting from the house. It appears as though they were in some sort of argument, and he shot her through the door of the bathroom. Was it like, why didn't you tell me you didn't have legs? I thought you would notice. I didn't notice, and now I'm finding out? Yeah, well, now you know. What, you're not going to love me anymore? No, I'll never love you anymore. Well, I'm going to show you. Who knows what they were arguing about. (laughs) Give me one second. I'm just going to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> clack, 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 <laughs> clack, clack, clack. And I believe he's claiming uh, that that he thought she was an intruder. Uh... Yes, the prosecutor's version of the events. I'm oh, sorry. The, his version of the events is the couple had a quiet dinner on Valentine's Day. Aww. And he watched TV with his pro- prosthetic legs off while she did yoga. Aww. Then they turned in. During the night, he said, he went outside of the balcony to get a fan without his prosthetic legs and heard noises in the bathroom. It was pitch black, and assuming a robber had gained entry, he felt horror and fear sweep through him. Feeling vulnerable without his prosthetic legs, he said, he grabbed his gun from under his bed, screamed out at the intruder, and opened fire on the toil- through the toilet door, yelling at Steinkamp to phone the police. Whoa, it's like a Goosebumps book. Yeah, here's the thing. <laughs> it was only after he returned to the bedroom and saw that she was not in bed that he realized it must have been her in the toilet. Uh, then oh. he took her out. Uh, he broke down the bathroom door with a cricket bat and carried her downstairs. Oh, that's kind of sad now. I feel bad about doing that little skit. Yeah, Uh. well, it's, you know, that's his version of events. I also, well, I mean, don't, and, you, don't you think, think maybe opened fire just a little early there? through a bathroom door, and apparently the bathroom is 16 square feet. <laughs> Uh, so now they're going after premeditated murder, and basically they're saying that you couldn't shoot into this bathroom without intent to kill. Yeah. Like, there's there's no there's no room for error if yeah. you're going to shoot into this bathroom. The prosecutor's version of events is, Rena Steinkamp cowered behind a locked door in a tiny bathroom, and he strapped on his prosthetic legs, grabbed his pistol, strode seven yards to the door, and fired through it four times, killing her. A little more straightforward. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's pretty straightforward. Yeah. And each, I don't want to cite Occam's razor here, but... <laughs> get it? Blade Runner? Occam's razor? There we go. You oh, did it. You did zing. it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, the, the worst part is, each part of the story is, any time a grisly murder, I feel like, comes out like this in a domestic dispute. D- respute? Domestic dispute. Yeah. There we go. Every detail, the subsequent detail that comes out after makes you go, eee. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that the worst part of this is that somebody died, Jordan. <laughs> You think the worst part is that there's grisly details that come out afterwards? Well, I was gonna say the part that affects you is the worst part. (laughs) He showed up for court last Friday, Black Friday as it's known in South Africa, a day where people wear uh, black to protest rape and violence against women. Oh, wait, they have a they have a Black Friday in South Africa? Yeah, it's the third February. Is there a lot of great sales on that day? No, there's not. People wear black to protest violence when he had just killed Our Black about... Friday, we line up outside of Best Buy. <laughs> an American Black yes, Friday. Yes, that's how we protest violence against women. By causing violence to men? No, consumerism. To, no, yeah, by going to oh, out outside of Best we're Buy. We're violently supporting consumerism. <laughs> yeah. Nike had to pull down an ad on Pistorius' website oh. that said, I am a bullet in the chamber. Oh, no. E- been e- a pretty rough few, like, like a, in the last year for Nike. Yeah. I guess it was a while ago with Tiger Woods, but Tiger Woods, Lance Armstrong, Oscar Pistorius. they gotta—they they, got to do better Nike research guys. with who they're giving these deals to. I, know, I think it's <laughs> that Nike just gives deals to everybody, don't they? Well, some people are already uh, snatched up by Reebok and Adidas. Oh, yeah. those companies are still around? Yeah, they're still around. That's great. Good for them. The very next day, Uh uh-oh, a reality TV show aired that featured the now-deceased Reva Steinkap. That doesn't seem like it's in good taste. Maybe you pull your reality show. Yeah. Yeah. If it's anything like American reality, like if Kim Kardashian died and the next day they showed, like, an episode of the Kardashians that was shot before, like... That'd be disturbing because that show like not like not like a serious like oh let's look back on Kim the woman. who very what light. really suck is if she got killed by a stalker who chased her down and then it was called keeping up with the Kardashians. Ooh, Ooh. <laughs> Grizzly details. <laughs> oh. oh no. We don't wish that on anybody. The next day, oh no. <laughs> steroids were found in Pistorius' home. What? <laughs> uh, they were? Yes, they were. For real? I hadn't yeah, I heard that. I'm not I'm oh, not I'm doing geez. real facts here. I'm not making up Kim Kardashian hypotheticals, Phil. Oh, I'm just I'm sticking to the grisly facts. Oh, Jeez. so now he's dishonored and going to prison? Well, I guess he was dishonored by killing his well, I have wife. To say, I do have to say uh, at this point, you know, now that he has to go in front of a South African judge and said judge is about to set bail, uh, maybe he's wishing he didn't work so hard to prove to the entire world how well he could run. Yeah. <laughs> it's all That's all I'm saying. So... I'm sad now. He's a flight risk. Yeah. It's a, a huge flight risk. And normally, a man with no legs—you wouldn't think. Can can metal, can metal blade legs get on a plane? <laughs> I, that's a, I wouldn't let. That's, him a, on. that's a fair point. Would they let him on the plane with those it's in, legs? It's in the, like the TSA picture. Is like you know, no no Zippo lighters, <laughs> no no things, no fireworks or no bombs. Sword <laughs> strapped to your legs. No yeah. sword strapped to your legs. Well. I hadn't heard the steroids thing. That's... Eee. I would kind of like to go back and find all of the articles that people wrote about Oscar Pistorius at the time of the Olympics because I think those would be interesting to read now. You know, all of those, like, a man of astonishingly Im- implacable character who who's overcome all the odds to run in the Olympics. Yeah. And... This is a sad day in history. Okay, we're trying out something new. We are. Uh you know, a uh we're doing a, a Hollywood gossip kind of segment. I like it. I like uh, it. Yeah, we're trying to I mean we we got our ratings back and they did you know, we 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 found out from the, the executives at Comedy Podcast Network that we wanted to branch out a little bit more. Oh, those suits. Those suits Always telling right? us Always. what to do. Uh, so we're gonna welcome in today our new Hollywood uh Hollywood celebrity expert, uh who's kept up on all of the re- most recent gossip for us. Uh, And he's arriving right now, actually. Hey, guys, it's a pleasure to be here. Hey, guys, is this my microphone right here? Yeah. Oh, Uh, yeah. To be honest, I have never done an entrance where I've walked in during the record. Uh, It's me, Chris Humphries. I'm a player for the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, yeah, I got the coolest logo in sports—the Brooklyn Knight. Well, Chris, no, yeah, we we know you. Chris. Yeah, You've been I been on know. The show several times before. Jordan and Joel, I've met you several times. Yeah, absolutely. I uh, did not know you were going to be not our Hollywood know correspondent. You were the Hollywood correspondent. Uh, I submitted my resume, uh, Are we... and I uh, the suits over at Comedy. But those bunch got a bunch of assholes. Yeah, we... but they some, they called me up and said, "Chris Humphries, uh, hold on, do my impression of them." Chris Humphreys, to be honest, we would really like you to uh, be the Hollywood correspondent. I said, "That's good. I like Hollywood." Okay. Yeah, well, you've been, you've kind of been involved in Hollywood. I yes, I have been in, uh, involved in Hollywood and on Hollywood, if you know what I mean, uh, with <laughs> with my current and somewhat ex-wife Kim Kardashian. Yeah, that actually that makes us a little awkward because the first story we were going to cover was. Um... Was Kim Kardashian and Kanye West? Oh, Kim Kardashian and Kanye West? Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. happy together, huh? Yeah, That's Kimmy. I actually did my research for this story. I thought it was a little bit mean that you put me on this story uh-huh. with my with my ex separated but still wife. Can't help but you. But agree you know you. what? I I appreciate a job. Okay. Because I'm going to be in Hollywood for a long time. Well, okay. Uh- so I've got I've got the I've got the poop on Kim Kardashian and Kanye. <laughs> All right, well I know they just bought a house recently. That's yep. going to be the name of my segment, is I got the poop. <laughs> so, I got Thanks, the poop. Chris, uh uh- so they're they're moving in together? Yes. I, uh so I went over to their uh new Bel Air Mansion at five eight five Crestwood Wood Court, Los Angeles, nine double oh seven seven. It's a nine thousand square feet Mediterranean style home with five bedrooms, three quarter anchor lot, plenty along. The list price was ten million dollars and seventy f seven five million dollars, excuse me. But they only they put down thirty percent, so the thirty year fixed rate mortgage would probably not be so bad. Up that's that's a lot of real detail. A there. lot of information. I had to sort through a lot of their mail to find that out, to be honest. I had to open up a lot uh, of maybe, illegal maybe, letters. Maybe shouldn't say that. It's actually say a that. felony. Yeah, that is a felony. I oh, probably okay. shouldn't have said that into a microphone. Probably probably not. But uh, to be honest, it was. I didn't need to look in their mail because looking at their online bank statements was very easy because I know Kim's password, and uh, I figured that Kanye's oh, password boy. was just Kanye in all capital letters. So I put on my uh, caps lock key and I type that in and I have to be, uh, to be honest, they, they got a lot of money. Well, yeah, so they've got way more money than I've got. Kanye is a wildly successful uh, recording star. Yeah. Uh, Kim is uh, is pregnant. Yes. Kanye's baby. Yes. It's not my baby. Yeah. Because, to be honest, I got some of her urine out of the toilet and did a pregnancy test, to be oh, sure. Oh, boy. Yeah. I think you're crossing some boundaries no, broke, here in your first time, I broke into the mansion. I, I was an investigative journalist. To be honest, I care very much about doing a very good job for the Sports, okay. Sports Podcast, uh, Comedy Podcast Network. Maybe too good. And uh, I, I got some of her urine, and I put it inside of a little pregnancy pee test, and I found out that uh, she is indeed pregnant. Okay, well that that was actually announced. Yeah, well, it probably didn't need to yeah. go throw that. Probably didn't need to play with a pee then. <laughs> to be honest, I'm not very good at uh, knowing uh, what ladies do in order to find out what their pregnancies are. Here's I just know how they get rid of Chris, it. Chris, the the timing of the pregnancy would maybe seem to imply that uh, that there might have been some, well, some overlap. Uh, to be honest, I did some uh, Wikipedia studying too, and I found out that pregnancies only last nine months. So it would have been very unlikely okay, good. for me, <laughs> considering that we, uh, I only got one handy J the entire time me and Kim were together. That's ridiculous. Really? That was on our wedding wow. night. And I'm pretty sure that it was Chloe, because the hand had hair on it. <laughs> okay, okay I Chris. I think he, she might have used a surrogate hand to try to make a hand baby. Well, did you did you ever envision having kids with Kim? You know, to be honest, I did. I we were gonna have a baby and we were gonna call it, uh, Kritham, it's the combination of Krith and Kim. Or if it was a boy, of course, it would be Kimith, <laughs> because that's a boy's name. Yeah. Why Kimith? Because there's because no Ith in your it, name. It sounds like Kenneth. Oh, okay. I got gotcha. you. Now, uh, well, Chris, in terms of in terms of their the, your your current marriage, even yeah. though you guys separated. Uh, I mean, are, are, do you, does she have plans to marry Kanye now? Uh, to be honest, I do believe that she has a, uh, she wants to marry Kanye. Yeah. But I think her and I are going to continue trying to work things out. R- because It really when, doesn't uh, appear that way. No, I was looking through her photo albums the other day, and there was a picture of me and her with me ripped out of it because she looked very good on that day. And I think that's a sign. She was leaving that for me for when I rooted through her photo album. Uh, I don't know. I mean, Chris, I mean, you can you can open up to us. We're, we're sort of friends at this point. How do you feel? I mean, your I mean, technically current wife is pregnant with another man's child and just bought a house with him and is moving in with him. All of this after you two got married and then separated like 72 days later. Like, I imagine this is all like a little difficult for you. Well, to be honest, Joel, I am very sad. OK, to be honest, I have feelings, too. Big guys can have feelings, too. Oh, we know that. We know yeah, that, Chris, and, and that's why we and, appreciate you. And to be honest, I now have a divorce trial date on May sixth, and and to be honest, she wants me to pay her attorney bills. Wait, what? And to, and how is that possible? B- well, because because I, I want I want to average more than twenty two <laughs> minutes a game. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, to be honest, you can't always get what you want. Uh, because that's what Bob Dylan sings in a song. No, it's the stones. And I was it's... so I was so sad listening to that Bob Dylan <laughs> song and thinking about my divorce. The only thing that could make me happy was watching Flo in those progressive commercials. Man, she bundles the motorcycle insurance and it confuses her. It's a very funny commercial. All right, Chris, uh, I think it's yeah. it's a great first day to have you on as our Hollywood yeah. correspondent. We look Good forward to, to many see more. back, yeah. watch watch some more progressive commercials. I will. Flow is funny. <laughs> yes. All right. Thanks, Chris. Thanks for having me. Yeah. For you, the listeners of Sports 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 Podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30 day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. Weird sports. Let's do this. What do you got for us? This week's weird sport: candle pin bowling. I think I know what this is. Oh, that makes it less fun. Jordan th- even I said think so. I think I've actually mm-hmm. done this before. Jordan said that it makes it less fun, and now I'm too late. No, I gotta but this commit. is this is a lot of fun because I um I if if is it the bowling with the really small ball? uh yes. is feather bowling. It's, uh, is it called feather? I, Uh, I don't, I don't think it's called feather bowling. Um, let me just freaking plod through this for the next eight minutes because you guys aren't excited. (laughs) I'm so disappointed. I'm excited. Okay. candlepin bowling is a variation of bowling played primarily in the Canadian maritime provinces, including Ontario, Quebec and new England states of Maine, Massachusetts, New Hampshire, and Vermont. Lots of places where they enjoy syrup and bowling with tiny balls. That's, uh, the and tiny- they also use small balls on the alley. <laughs> yeah, I implied that the people who play this sport have tiny balls. Oh, all right. Well, it was developed in 1880 in Worcester, Massachusetts. Uh, let's let's park a car and play some candlepin <laughs> bowling in that, Mass- Massachusetts. That that went from boston to fargo real yep, quick that's <laughs> how i do it i was invented by a fellow named justin white guy in the 1880s named justin white seems like a very modern name i want to say two two diverging paths here yeah two 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 paths diverge in a in a snowy wood one was net who invented yeah. basketball in massachusetts sure. around this time Worcester. Yep. One is Justin White, who around this time, invented candle pin bowling, yeah, their fortunes are decidedly different. <laughs> well, Justin White was already a success in his own right. He owned a a local bowling center <laughs> and uh <laughs> how did he ever come up with candle pin bowling i i'm I'm captivated by this <laughs> weird sport well uh the i mean there's a there's some differences there's some differences. Uh, the, the players actually roll balls down wooden pathways, uh, knock down as many pins as possible in this one. (laughs) This does, this sounds more like a unique game than a uh, weird sport. No, no. Um, because, uh, each player can use three balls per frame. Yep. Yeah. So instead of two different. Yeah. Instead of two, they use three to try to knock all them pins down because the pins are skinnier ball is tinier. Not as much bouncing around. You gotta. How many pins are there? Same ten. Amount? Ten pins. Same, pin. same, same pin. Same amount. How ten small are the balls? The ball is eleven point four three centimeters or four point three inches in diameter. Sort of like palm sized. Okay. And they do not have holes. Yep. You sort of palm it and then. And hit the microphone like Joel just did. Ugh, <laughs> uh, Joel. Do they have a okay. bumper variety for the kids? Well, this is this is one of my favorite parts of this. This is what really drew me to it. The pins are not cleared away, in between your your bowls, in between your bowls and the frame. Why not? Here. They're just they have they get they block the way or they you bounce them around. It's more geometry. It seems like it's more like yeah. pool. You're like, oh, there's a pin out in front, so if I hit that pin, then it can roll and knock down other pins. And Sounds like Justin White was a lazy bowling alley owner who did not want to embrace <laughs> technology Well, when self-automated pin stacking came about. In 1880, you probably still had armless orphan boys setting up the pins with their teeth. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I imagine it went down. Well, until regulations kicked in and we couldn't even give those armless orphan boys a job. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> no one talks about that. Right. The candle pins themselves are 15.75 inches tall. The reason why they picked that is because it's 400 millimeters. Nice square metric number with a ball that's 4.5 inches in diameter. Am I the only one driven insane by this? Metric measurements in pins, uh, English measurement in balls. And this is happening in America. Yeah, uh, America. (laughs) <laughs> I believe in 1880 it was still America. No, I believe back then it was the States. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. Really? Because they were just achieved independence from India. Well, I want to, I want to, they were cylindrical in shape, which tapers equally uh, towards each end. Therefore, having no distinct top or bottom end, you can flip them around, still the same pin. Oh, that makes them a little harder to knock over, right? Little. Well, they're easier in that the bottoms are tapered in or the tops are tapered in. So you're tapered bounce. in your mom tapered and you shut your mouth. Ooh. Woo. Things just got really angry in here. <laughs> mama Ranta has been the target of much abuse in this podcast. I believe she that's the not first shot it. at mama. Tell me something else about this sport that makes it weird. Phil, uh, the, uh, a toppled pin bounces off the side and returns to the standing, standing position, uh, still stays in play. It's not knocked over. I don't know whether or not that's true or not for bowling. Pretty weird. Ah, Pretty weird. Uh, so listen, uh, this is the first time that this has ever happened to my knowledge. Oh, except for the stick one. The Winnie the Pooh stick one. You used to do that, didn't you? Yeah, Pooh sticks. Pooh sticks, right. <laughs> Pooh sticks. Uh, I have actually done candle pin bowling. Uh, hey. When my friend Mark Robbins got married, uh, he got married in Rhode Island. Cause he was he met- in a band, wasn't he? I don't. He he was in the band. He played trumpet. I used to sure. play trumpet with him. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I, I went to high school with him. Uh, he also he went to Michigan. He's now uh, he's a professor of history at University of Texas Corpus Christi or a university in Corpus Christi. Anyway, uh, for the, the night before his wedding, everyone was out there and we all went candlepin bowling. Hey, so I I've witnessed all of these things firsthand. Uh, was and it fun? Say- it was a lot of fun. I had a lot more. I don't really like bowling. Uh, Which is one of those things that's really difficult to explain to anyone because you say I don't like bowling and they go what? Like no 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 you just you'll do it you like it and you're still like no I've bowled before I just don't enjoy it. This though like there's you know there's more to it like you bowl three times you got a smaller ball you don't have to get a strike or a spare every time like you almost never get either of those. It's uh it's really interesting and Joel is used to playing with smaller balls so. (laughs) Well, Joel, if you're such an expert, why don't I go over some jargon and see what you know? Oh, uh, I would not know any jargon. Here we go. Uh, the first one is a picket fence. What is a picket fence? Uh, it's a it's a fence made of pickets that you'd have in your front yard. No, in candlepin bowling. Oh, uh, in that case, I don't know. Uh, it's a very rare shot, but it happens in candlepin bowling. Does not happen in regular bowling. It's when everything's knocked down except for the entire back row, the seven, eight, nine, and ten pins. Oh wow. Yeah. That is the picket fence. What is the back door strike? Um when you when you put so much spin in the ball that it actually goes around the pins and then comes in from behind and knocks them all down? Uh actually not that far off. Jordan, you want to go for it? Backdoor back strike. Oh, that's what I did with Mama Ranta the other day. Oh <laughs> the back door strike <laughs> Is where uh Jordan's mom lays spread eagle oh, <laughs> on top of No. The backdoor strike is a strike in which the uh one pin is the last to fall. Oh. Yeah. That's yeah, that's interesting. Back how about the high low jack? Uh that is when uh you 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 come in rolling low, uh so that, that uh the person who's bowling doesn't necessarily pick up on the fact that you are are actually going outside and jacking his car that's close jordan i'm disinterested <laughs> that's that's very close I'm bordering spot on it's when you uh there's it's a kind of split where the one pin the seven pin and the 10th pin are standing okay oh so like it's still like a triangle so yeah, like you took out all the middle pins yeah that's interesting yeah see they got lots of like cool setups on this one right like cooler setup because it's well, harder to Well, in bowling, the same thing happens. Like no, there's clown's there's, teeth. There's, there's the seven like, ten split. You're clown's teeth. You're I, clown's I, I teeth. I don't know what Jordan. clown's teeth means. Clown's teeth. But then it's then like like I don't. When bowl. you got two and then a space and then another one, so it's like it's like clown's teeth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I failed you guys. I feel I like say I failed. failed. Hey, I I told you I I did it. I had a lot of fun. Yeah. Mark Robbins' wedding is one of the best like weddings I've ever been to. He even was in the band, wasn't he? He was in the band. Well, that brings us to an end of another... Weird Sports! i We're bet <laughs> Citizens of Podcast Town, this brings us to the end of another sports... Sports! Sports! Podcast! But before we go... We'd like to give you our contact information. You can email us at sportsportsportspodcast sports at gmail.com. That's sportsportsportspodcast sports at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at sports the number three podcast. That's at sports the number three podcast. You can find us on Facebook by searching sports 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 podcast. Your little top bar thingy. You can find us on Stitcher Radio. Download the Stitcher app today at stitcher.com. Search sports 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 podcast. You can find us on YouTube. Go to youtube.com slash comedy podnet. That's youtube.com slash comedy podnet. Check out some other great uh, comedy podcasts network shows while you're there uh you can find us on itunes by right? searching sports the number three space podcast and sports the number three space podcast please rate and review it really helps out or you can find all of our back episodes at comedy podcast network.com oh this is this is kind of sad what uh, chris Humphreys left a picture here it's the picture of kim that he's been torn out of oh it's uh, the other half yeah you can still see kim kardashian's ass shadow though yeah. You can. Lights off. You have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit comedypodcastnetwork.com.